So I like to think that there's not like a one size fits all for gifts. And so I think that's the important thing about this channel is, you know, I think creativity is the, the secret weapon here. This is Outside Sales Talk, the best podcast for outside salespeople. I'm your host, Steve Benson, and we're here to chat with the world's top sales experts so that you can get their best sales tactics to level up your game. Welcome back to Outside Sales Talk. Today, I have Chris Rudigrop with us, and we're going to talk about an AE's secret weapon, automated client gifting. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here today. Awesome. Well, and, and Chris is the CEO of Sendosa, which uh, Sendoso, um, uh, which if, if you don't know, is a sending platform for corporate gifting, uh, super rapidly growing over the last few years. Chris is a California native. He's got about 10 years of sales experience as an AE himself. Uh, and as a, a former salesperson himself, he, he really understands the, the interaction with clients and, and how to how to really make sales here. So it should be a, hopefully, yeah, I'm thinking we're gonna have some great, uh, great conversation today. So uh, Chris, to kick it off, uh, when you first started as an AE, tell us about your experience and, and what you learned and what, what, uh, what caused you to do, from your learnings there, what made you start building this gifting platform for AEs? Yeah, so uh, like you Actually, said- Actually, first, let, why don't you break down what Sendoso is, just so people understand it, because I, I, uh, I'm a, I, I can give a, a basic intro, but you'll do it better, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I think you did a good job, but I'll give you a little bit more context. So as a sending platform, we help other sales teams uh, send out corporate gifts, swag, direct mail, handwritten notes, collateral, you name it, we can send it. And so it's a mix of software that you know, integrates with your CRM and your sales tools that allows you to have uh, teams with, you know, roles and permissions and reporting analytics. Uh, then there's a marketplace of all the things you could ever want to send under one roof. And then there's, uh, we have fulfillment centers, warehousing, drop shipping, you know, uh, printing facilities, all that behind the scenes to get something from point A to point B. So all that mixed together is what a sending platform is. Very cool. Um, you said handwritten notes. Tell me about that. Does he have one yeah. of those machines that like is able to write it like it's like it was written by hand? Both. We have machines. And we also have people uh, that their jobs are to write handwritten notes as well. Oh, okay. I've seen those machines work. They're really cool. Although I'm much sloppier than they are. I'm like, oh, that's. A, <laughs> I'm like, that's decent handwriting. I I lack decent handwriting. So you can train them to be sloppier. So you can say, hey, let's get some really messy handwriting. Oh, can you? That, that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> Make it shake a little. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, what what would you say was one of the main things that you learned during your sales career that made you? see a need for a platform such as this? Yeah, so I'll take you back about six years ago when I was working at a company called TalkDesk. And what I found myself doing was trying to build better relationships, honestly. I think sales is about relationships. And you know, when I wasn't able to go visit clients in between you know, roadshows and meetings, I found myself still wanting to provide that personal touch. And so I'd grab swag out of our swag closet, box it up, ship it out. Or I'd you know, uh, remember that they were a big you know, 49ers fan, and they mentioned that they're having a kid and I'd go find a onesie on Amazon and, and rebox it and ship it out with a note. Or I'd, you know, go get some Starbucks cards and send those out and, uh, you know, tell my prospects to enjoy coffee on me uh, this week. And so doing some of these things and it worked really well. I, um, 
I, I saw a lot of traction from it, but it was just spending hours and hours of my time. My boss uh, would always question my expense reports from Amazon. Um, I'd be clicking tracking links from FedEx, just trying to see was it delivered yet? Was it delivered yet? And so I dreamed over this idea of like, why isn't there a button you can click in Salesforce that sends stuff out for you? Um, and that was kind of the simple uh, aha moment. Um, and then I asked a bunch of other sales friends. I did some research and saw that corporate gifting was, you know, multiple hundred billion dollar uh, a year business already. And actually a lot of people already doing it. Most of the best sales reps are doing some sort of gifting, whether it's dropping off donuts or whether it's, you know, sending someone a DoorDash gift card, you know, some sort of relationship building happens through gifting. And uh, I just saw that there was no modern software to make it easy and scalable and repeatable. And that gave me enough of uh, kind of an epiphany to say, hey, I'm going to go start this. Absolutely. Very cool. Very amazing story. Um, And why do you think giving people gifts, uh, like giving a prospect or a customer gifts, why why do you think that that makes makes them happy? And um, I guess, how do you... you I guess a corollary to that is how do you how do you approach gifting to a prospect versus a customer? Yeah, so I, your first question on like why it makes you happy, I think it's there's a couple of things. I think there's just human psychology around the excitement of opening up a box, what's inside, uh, the you know the psychology of hey, I just received something as a gift, and there's just some human behavior that people like getting gifts. Um, I don't know how many people would, would shy away from wanting a gift, uh, maybe a crappy gift, but that's the sales rep's job is to, or, or the sender's job is to give a, a great gift. Um, and so I think it's just human nature there. On the prospect versus client side, I think the, you know the difference there is that you, you might know the person slightly different by the time they become a client, or you know they might have more. Uh, if you're this is the very first meeting, you they might not have um, you know uh, any kind of association with your brand. So sending swag might not be the right idea. But once they become a customer and a and a, a fanboy or a fangirl, then they're like, oh, I love this brand. I want their swag too. So I think depending on where where they are in the, the journey, whether it's, you know, t- super top of funnel first meeting or three months in and they're almost going to sign the contract or they've been a customer for five years, there's different things that you'd want to send along the way. Makes perfect sense. Um, and how do you measure the ROI of, of giving a gift as, as an AE or, or as, a, as a manager of a sales team kind of evaluating, is this something that we want, or marketing team even, evaluating, is this something that we want to invest in, either sending stuff to prospects or customers? How do you approach um, making an economic argument for that and figuring out the ROI, that sort of thing? Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways that our customers will look at that. One is, you know, oftentimes they'll be doing this in some capacity, whether it's manual, whether it's one-off. So they're taking a process that's taking away selling time from packing boxes, like what happened to me or marketing time from uh, doing other marketing initiatives. So there's kind of a, a build versus buy scenario where it's like, why not just uh, have Sendoso send source and send and ship for me. So there's the ROI of just the time and money it takes. Um, another ROI is just not doing this enough, kind of the opportunity cost. If you can only send, you know, when I was in sales, I could only send, you know, five things a day. Now I could send, you know, 500 things a day if I wanted. So we reduce, we remove the the boundaries of scale so that you can do it a lot more and the channel's proven to be successful. And so I think there's the ROI of just direct mail and gifting overall um, versus other things you're doing, like sending email or having them see ads or, you know, uh, other initiatives. And then I'd say there's some ROI as it relates to just, uh, 
you know, we can buy things at cheaper prices than you can uh, because we have economies of scale and because there's hundreds of millions being spent through our platform, kind of the Costco model, so to speak. And mm-hmm. so we can pass along those costs and we can, you know, buy stuff cheaper, pass it along, and you can save some money on the things you're sending out. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think the best gifts are for different people? How do you approach that? What do you recommend people do there? Yeah. So I like to think that there's not like a one size fits all for gifts. And so I think that's the important thing about this channel is, you know, I think creativity is the the secret weapon here. And it's how do you really find something that relates to either the, the product offering so that there's some kind of message that relates to what you're selling and there's a gift that is associated with that. Uh, maybe it relates to a conversation you've had with a, a, a prospect. Maybe it's locality based, you know, if it's a uh, if it's storming and cold in the winter in Boston, you send someone sandals, you know, you're going to look kind of dumb. And so I think there's all these components where, you know, sure, we can suggest things. And at, at Sendoso, we have suggestive sends and predictive gifting. And we have uh, also we have a send curator team that will actually work with our customers to brainstorm and uh, create ideas uh, for our customers. Um, but then there's also ways where the, the salesperson or the account executive can come up with their own gift um, through our catalog and send that out and kind of be that creative superhero. Um, and what about the, what, what do you think the best strategy is around timing of gifts? Like what, what, how do you, how can an AE think about, you know, okay, this is the budget that I have to send out for gifts. When, when should I send it? How do they, how could they approach that? Yeah. So typically the way that I see it is uh, for most AEs, they're, they're working in some kind of uh, systematic approach to how they're either if they're full cycle and, and they're doing outbounding or if they've uh, getting meetings set for them and then they're just trying to work a deal. And typically there's some kind of buying process mapped out. Um, if you're trying to set, drive a first meeting, you might be using one of those sequencing tools like Outreach or SalesLoft or Groove or one of those. And we can be inserted into that. So we have an integration with those tools. So you can say, hey, I'm going to send an email, send an email, make a call, send a gift, you know, follow up with a call, send a gift. And so we can be uh, integrated in there. And then I think the other uh, part, if you're maybe an AE and more downstream trying to close a six month sales cycle, it's really, you know, what's better? Would you rather say, hey, checking in, it's Friday, how's the contract coming along? Or would you rather say, hey, you know, grab lunch on me today. Here's a DoorDash gift card. Let's connect again once you hear back from, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I think it's just uh, adding it into where you'd normally have maybe like a boring, you know, uh, interaction and it kind of spices up something that might be just a dry email. Very cool. Yeah. Well, and I think it does get noticed, right? I mean, I, I've gotten a bunch of gifts over the years and I always know which, I always remember it because I see the thing 10 more times because it's sitting in the kitchen or whatever, like a coffee mug or whatever. We, I, I've always, we, we've given away a lot of water bottles over the years at Badger, just at like events and stuff. And um, one of those like insulated water bottles with our name on it and stuff. And I, and I think people really like that because you can put coffee in it or water in it. Mm-hmm. Our reps are, our reps are field salespeople, right? Our customers are field salespeople. So they, it fits in, we had to get one that fit in the, in the coffee holder of the car, but, uh, but that, people seem to really appreciate it. I think they, people tell, I mean, maybe, maybe just 
maybe it's confirmation bias, but they, a bunch of people do mention to me over the years, like, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm still using that water bottle you gave me years ago. Like, exactly, exactly. It's something memorable, something that, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, sits on their desk, sits in their kitchen or whatever the gift may be. There's oftentimes a, a more longevity uh, than just a digital interaction. Yeah, it's probably good to let people choose too. I don't know if you guys have a platform. Hundred percent. Yeah, we, we like, allow hey, you. Which one of these five gifts do you want? Because then people choose the thing they that they'll actually use. Yeah, I think uh, we offer a mix of whether you want to send something that you feel uh, like the person should want, or that it's uh, connected to like a campaign, like you're trying to drive someone to Dreamforce, and so there's something that you'd want to send that's related to to the event. Um, and we also have a choice option where you can let the recipient pick and choose what they want too. So I think it just, again, it's situational. Um, but the nice thing is, is it's all baked into the same platform and, you know, all the budgeting, the sourcing, the shipping, everything's all done for you. So, you know, you can think about the, the right situation, but you don't have to think about all the other hard parts of actually sending stuff. Makes sense. Um what are some gotchas here? What are the things that salespeople do that they should avoid or that there, there are mistakes when, when creating kind of a gifting and sending strategy? Yeah, so I'd say one of the mistakes is really a thinking it's a silver bullet and not thinking about what's happening before and after. So like, hey, I'm just going to send out, uh, you know, 100 gifts and then I'm just going to assume people are going to start, you know, uh, requesting demos or something. Uh, I think there's a mix of, you know, what's the right thing to send and then how do you follow up? So I think that's important too, is, you know, thinking about it is not just a single thing, but it's a mix of touches over, you know, uh, the course of many weeks to get someone's attention or to send them something that, um, uh, you know, that you could actually follow up on. So I think the follow-up's key. Uh, I think uh, another gotcha is around the message that goes along with the gift. I think it's equally important that you think about that. Um, you know, you just don't want to say, here you go, you know. So there's uh, there's valuable real estate there in that handwritten note that you can really uh, use to enhance the unboxing experience too. Very cool. Um, yeah, I'd say the other thing is, you know, uh, maybe one, one last one is that it is a channel you have to spend money on. So you have to think about it. You have to be creative. So it's, uh, you know, you can't just throw money at it and, uh, expect it to work. There's a bit of creativity and time. So there's, you know, you've got to plan for it. Uh, but that is also has its wins because it's not a channel that just gets flooded at, you know, email, you can send a you know, a million emails today and it costs you nothing. You, you can't send a, a million Yeti mugs. It's going to cost you, you know, 50 million bucks. Right, right. Yeah, someone sent me a Yeti mug and what was funny, it was like a present for something, uh, you know, being a customer of someone or they wanted me to be their customer, but they didn't put their logo on it. It's just the Yeti mug. It's the black, cool Yeti mug. And I remember I, they asked me even what I wanted and I chose the Yeti mug, but then they they never, I, I'm not sure, I forget now who gave it to me because like they didn't put their logo on the mug. I don't know if they forgot or what, but there's another lesson. Put the logo on the thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I don't, exactly. I don't know who to thank. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the uh, well, let's do the next section, sales in 60 seconds. So quick questions, quick answers. Sure. Um, how, how often do you suggest salespeople use gifting as a strategy for you know, improving their customer relationships. What do you think the cadence should be of gifts? Uh, we see our best customers using it every day. 
So, uh, and whether it's uh, spending time thinking about what creatively you're going to send the next day. So maybe it's not setting every day, but at least blocking time and thinking about this is a, just another touch point that you have to be thoughtful on. Uh, but for many people, like if you're uh, more of a full cycle trying to set meetings, we see customers using it daily. Okay. Interesting. So on the, and it, would you say that's one of the most valuable times to send gifts is when you're kind of in that trying to set the initial meeting, trying to get their attention stage? Uh, I think it's all the time. You know, again, I think it's just like, how do you grab someone's attention? How do you, and then how do you build a relationship? And that could be done through, you know, uh, a bunch of things that could be 50 phone calls that could be, you know, a mix of emails, phone calls, social, in-person gifts, you know, all of that stuff. So uh, there's no like secret formula, but it's something that, you know, the, the more chances you have of making an impact on a person, the more chances you're going to have a better relationship and you're going to get what you want as the seller. Makes sense. Yeah. What would you say the number one thing is that differentiates a good salesperson from a great salesperson? As it relates to uh, Sedoso or just in general? Um, I guess, uh, I guess as it relates to Sendoso, as it relates to gifts. Okay. Uh, so I'd say uh, the, the great person is, uh, ha is adopting this in everything they do. Uh, I'd say the good person is using this as a crutch or using this as a last minute resort and hasn't fully maybe embraced this as a, as easy as it is as an email because it does take a little bit more effort. So the maybe uh, lazier uh, salesperson might say, hey, wh why should I think about something to send, think about something to write? I'll just send over a quick email and save myself five minutes. Sure. So. Um, have you ever, do you have any good stories about like a gifting experience that either you or someone else had that had a very different outcome than, than what was expected? Um, you know, uh, uh, not a different outcome. We've had a lot of times where the gifts get posted to social media. And so then it kind of goes viral. So we've seen that happen, you know, dozens and dozens of times where the, re where the recipient posts it and says, thank you and shouts people out. So I think that's been uh, some of the more cooler things because then we get to come back and see the, 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 our customers, customer, our customers, prospects, happiness. Awesome. Um, and what would you say? The, the best corporate gift, um, like in terms of like impact or that you ever seen received or sent, not necessarily by you, by anybody. Um, I'd say the most popular one is actually custom socks. So we see a lot of people sending socks and a lot of people just, uh, even at conferences, love picking up some cool looking uh, socks and uh, tend to uh, be something that stays with you. Absolutely. Until, until they get holes in them, right? Yeah, or until you lose <laughs> one of them uh, mysteriously. <laughs> Where do all the socks go? I've always, <laughs> always wondered that. Uh, well, as an actionable takeaway, what should the field salespeople who are listening today do as a first step towards getting better at, at client gifting? Yeah, so I think the first step is just... Uh, adopting a platform to make it easier for them to make it more repeatable. I think a lot of field reps listening to this probably are like, oh yeah, I do that. Oh, I dropped off donuts. Oh yeah, I went and picked up some gift cards to send. So I think, you know, the best thing you can do is ask your boss for a tool that makes it easier for you to do more of it um, and at scale, or especially during times right now where you might be doing a little less in person, uh, leveraging Sendoso to still build that, uh, you know, personal relationships that you would get from face-to-face. From 
Awesome. Well, uh, I'm going to try to summarize the, the stuff you've taught us today really quickly here. So yeah, as an AE, Chris saw the need for an automated client gifting platform to build relationships. And uh, depending on where your client is in their journey with you, you know, are they a prospect? Are they a customer? You can send different gifts at, at different times to, to build the relationship effectively. Um, using a platform for corporate gifting can make gift giving a lot more scalable. And uh, it's great to be creative with your gift giving, you know, relate the product to your offering, a conversation you have with the prospect, or, uh, you know, geographically, locally based. Um, and remember to include a personalized message with your gift. Uh, and, and make sure the in, including gifting in like a whole bunch of different ways you're touching your customers and, and have a have it fit well within the overall plan and, and cadence uh, is, is another, another thing to keep in mind as you think about your gifting strategy. And, uh, you know, think, think about clever ways to follow up after you send a gift, you know, like using it as a reason to have a conversation. Well, this is really cool. Uh, Chris, you know, this is uh, something that I've, I've thought about a million times, how to, how to do this better at scale. We, uh, we thought about sending coffee cups to everybody, and, uh, water bottles, and, and it is, it, it's logistically painful to think about. But, uh, and so I think a, a platform can really make that a lot easier. Um, so I, where can our listeners read more about what you're up to? How do they best reach out to you or, or get information about what Sendoso is up to? Yeah, so they can go to sendoso.com to hear more about us. We've got an awesome blog where they can get ideas and inspiration. Uh, if you want to connect with me personally, I'm Chris, K-R-I-S at sendoso.com or add me on LinkedIn and happy to connect that way. Awesome. Well, really appreciate the time. This has been a great episode of Outside Sales Talk. If you work in field sales, you'll love Badger Maps. Number one route planner helps you sell 20% more, drive 20% less. You can get a free, a free trial at badgermapping.com today. If anyone can think of any other sales reps that could benefit from what Chris has talked to, talked to us about today, about corporate gifting, definitely share this episode with, with them uh, if, if it'll help them out. Chris, uh, really appreciate you coming on and take care until next time, everybody. Thank you. See ya. Later.